Hello. Oh. How are you? <laughs> I'm, 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 I've had two monsters. It's seven in the morning. Uh, I'm probably going to spend the rest of the day in psychosis. You know, the usual. Psychosis you? is a friend of mine. Um, I mean, I slept earlier and then I woke up and I'm still next. I'm still sleeping next to a can of like Chef Boyardee. Like nothing's changed. Uh, that's the life, I guess. Um, Isn't I'm just. It? Di- <laughs> I could I could think of worse worse situations to be in. I'm I'm just doing it because I'm sick of going to bed at seven in the morning and waking up at two. Oh well. I mean, I, don't, I have no concept of time. I haven't had any real life obligations since, like, ever. Hmm. I haven't had any real obligations for like six years, but it is it yeah. is nice. It is it is nice to wake up when other people are awake. You know? No, no, no! I hate that. It's the worst. <laughs> I I hate when my roommates know I'm alive. Ah. Uh. Well, yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty, uh... But you live in, like, Albania? I was just listening to the Bibles podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck for the foreseeable future. They're not letting... That's hilarious. They're not, they're not letting any Americans fly out. That's amazing. Is this why you're so nice to expat press? Because you know... Well, it's, uh, it's, it's, I, I think the wires got crossed because... The guy who runs expat press isn't an expat, and the guy who runs Terror House doesn't have a house, so. (laughs) I love you guys. Oh, I wonder, like, astrology, astrologically, what, like, your ninth house looks like, because it's, like, both the house of expatriates and publishing. Hmm. Uh, Ninth house? Yeah. What's that? I'm, I'm not that familiar with astrology. So, like, you have, like, your 12, it's, 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 just, you know, dox yourself first, and then I'll tell you. Uh, but I, oh. I wouldn't actually ask you to do that, so it's fine. Uh, well, I mean, I, I am using my real name on this broadcast, so, you know, I mean, people know who I am. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'd have to, like, look it up and then be, like, a thing. I'll tell you later. Uh, it'll yeah. be an exciting like after feature yeah i mean uh also, yeah i mean uh thing about astrology yeah a friend of mine did like a, a reading for me a, a few months ago and uh you know she uh she she said that i shouldn't just give that information out uh publicly yeah so no no you definitely idea. shouldn't you definitely shouldn't <laughs> like honestly like you know when like that fucking Isabel fucking cunt. This is my own fucking podcast, so I can say that. Um, like, when she was doing shit, I was like, oh my god. And then, like, Wanda or something had, like, an astrology thing in her bio. And I was like, fuck, I'm so scared. And I, like, changed my my birthday and my profile for, like, a day. Hmm. I'm insane. It's fine. Yeah, my birthday's public knowledge, so it's actually it's actually on Monday, so... 
Oh my god, happy birthday. Um, how oh. old are you? I'm turning 32. 32. Okay, so that is a perfection year of something as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm in my fourth house perfection year because I'm 27, which means like I need to focus on my house, which is great because, you know, everyone is at home. Well, are you still are you still on a lockdown or something? Or well, you're in LA, right? I I never left my room like ever. Like okay, so I had like the really awesome rich girlfriend with a car, and then I didn't because I was like, ah, you're going crazy and trying to throw me into the dishwasher or something. Anyway, um. Then she died. Anyway, I'm poor now and I have no car, so I don't go anywhere. Oh, that, that <laughs> that's, that's basically it. And, I mean, like, I've always liked staying inside. Eh, eh, that's relatable. And, like, I did, I... like, go to Colorado and then bring back, like, a human being with me. And then, although they're, like, on a trip right now. Brought back a human being. That sounds that sounds vaguely threatening. Like you brought back, I brought back a human being in the trunk of my car. <laughs> I, I assume I, mean, I assume it was more innocuous than that. It's just the phrasing. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Do you think you're? I just, I have this tendency just to sound like a total creep because I am one. Mm, eh, whatever. I'm a, I'm an open book on on most things. Okay, tell me like a really great sex story. <sighs> You're that's... so exhausted. Yeah, it's, <laughs> You're it's... So exhausted. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of one that's like not too long and and uh... all right. Tell me, uh, is there any time you ever been covered in pee? No, no. Um, I'm not. I'm not quite that hardcore. I've, no, I've done not it. even for sex. Ooh. Oh, oh, there was a time where I was covered. In oh, pee. tell me that time. Uh, I was. I was in New York City. Um, I was walking to. Uh, I, I was there to see a band, Elysian Fields, and mm-hmm. I was walking under a uh, subway overpass. I, I don't know if you've been in New, been in New York, but like the subway yes, and like. Have. My- Oh my god, you haven't read my thing on expat. You're so mean. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh. go on. But anyway, yeah, the subway overpass um, in Queens. I'm such an asshole, by the way. I don't expect people to actually read anything I write. I'm sorry. Please go on about the overpass. Anyway, I'm walking on the overpass, and like some like liquid drips onto my head, and it's like ah, oh, no. oh, just just rain. And then like you know, <laughs> I start smelling it, and it's and it's and it's urine, and I'm like, oh, lovely. So I got to go back and take a shower. And so you get pissed on by your own house. Yes. I love that meme. Have you seen it? Um, I haven't. Oh, it just says like, shower? You mean get pissed on by my own house? Huh. Yeah. You know, for a while, I thought sexually grooming was just when people would tell me to shower. Because that's the only thing I get. God. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been groomed one too many times. Tell me about it. 
share your story because I feel like men are like I, I the sexism that is like happening is not like lost on me the shit that women are getting away with is not lost on me uh yeah well this 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 one this one's a fun story I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't ordinarily share it but like the bitch is probably just gonna, you know, go for the kni- uh, knives soon anyway. So, like, fuck it, just let it hang out. Um, All right. Eh, that's six years ago. Uh, I was going to the Philippines, uh, and I made a stop over in Chicago so I could go see Neutral Milk Hotel. And there oh. was a writer friend of mine who uh, heard I was going there, and she's like, "Hey, you want to come hang out with me?" Uh, you know, she. Uh, I'd reviewed a couple of her books on my blog and, you know, she liked, she liked my work and like another mutual friend of ours was coming through. So it's like, yeah, sure. I'll hang out. That's cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was a, it was a pretty normal, you know, evening. Uh, We were, I was hanging out with her, the other friend uh, and this, this woman's boyfriend uh, getting drunk. Uh, Afterwards, uh, our mutual friend had to go back to his family and her boyfriend had to go to, uh, go to sleep uh mm. but she didn't she wasn't ready to turn in so you know she invited me out to a bar uh where she started uh you know she started telling me on this really personal shit within like 10 minutes uh you know like uh scorpio you know, placements i think she is a scorpio um i i can't quite remember uh but you know, like she starts touching me and grooming me and telling me like you know like like uh like around the shoulder and it's like, oh, you're so cool mm. and so great. And she's buying all the drinks. Um, oh, my God. Uh, we uh, we leave the bar when it closes at 11. And I have to go back to her place because I left the coat there. Um, she's all, like, tottering around on high heels because she's drunk. So I grab her hand. And she's like, that's super sweet. And it's like, I'm just trying to make sure you don't fall. Uh, <laughs> we kind of – I don't know the place, way back to her place. So we're kind of – it's not so much me leading her as like we're just kind of like walking on an invisible tightrope. We get back to her place oh. and she turns to me and she's like, you know, I have something to confess. I want you. And then like, I don't know. I don't know who I don't know who started it, but I was like kissing her right there. And like mm-hmm. and then I pulled away and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Her boyfriend's 10 feet away. Um, she she kind of she kind of leads. Yeah, she kind of leads me into the apartment and uh, uh, and she goes to the bathroom to take a piss and for some reason i'm trying to like negotiate my way out of it like like uh you know your boyfriend's right here we can't we can't You're do this panicking yeah i'm panicking and she just and she doesn't say anything she just she just looks at me with like this deranged look on her face that clearly says will you just shut up and fuck me already so oh my god i'm <laughs> i know that look I, I know that i've given people that look i'm so sorry so so <laughs> i i do it you know i i lead her quietly over to the uh, futon in their living room because they got like a tiny apartment it's like some they've, they've got like a tiny little living room and like there's like a combined kitchen slash bedroom where they have a bunk bed so i kind of just lay her down you know i was like you know we're kissing you know you're taking clothes off you know it's in total darkness so i'm just kind of fumbling around looking for a pussy um, how drunk I mean, are you i'm drunk as shit like because uh, we probably really had like we like maybe three or four beers beforehand. And then like when we went out, there was like more beer. Uh, so I finally, I finally find, you know, I finally find it and I'm about to, about to go in. Um, light goes on and her boyfriend's behind me. And oh my like, God, that's terrifying. And I just freaked the fuck out. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm oh sorry. God. And I just pointed to her and she's like, it was her idea. And he's all like, just get the fuck out. Cause I think he's, I'm thinking he's just going to like 
grab a you know the nearest blunt object and smash me in the head. But no, I pull my pants up. Uh, you know, I grab all my shit and I run. Uh, and it's rather comical because like they've got like five locks on their door for some reason. Oh my because god! I, I, they didn't live in a particularly uh, unsafe place. Like it was. So uh, you have to like flee, and then it's like five. he had to let me out. Like, because I couldn't figure out how to undo the locks. And I'm, and I'm like, uh, I forget to put on my socks. So, and my shoes are oh, only no. half on. So I'm just sort of, I'm just sort of walk limping outside to make sure I don't trip and checking behind me to, you know, to see if he reconsiders to like, uh, you know, murdering my ass. Uh, mm-hmm. I managed to uh, get on the, the L, the last train out. Okay. and. Yeah, and I remember I was, te- I was I was I was frantically texting like Calvin during this time. It's like, uh, and like I was I was just like a, a total mess because like you, well I I think that's understandable. Um, yeah, I mean you you just had like the that's a night that's a whole night. Yeah, and uh, the code to that story is that like the next day uh, she texts me out of nowhere and she's like uh, I don't even remember what happened last, last night and I'm like of course you don't you fuck Jesus. I was like, you don't need to remember. I mean, your boyfriend caught us, but like, uh, um, I kind of, I kind of put it out of mind just because, like, I'm leaving the country. I'm probably never going to see her again. So, like, whatever. Um, and then, you know, we, en- I ended up moving to Chicago anyway for unrelated reasons, and we, you know, just kind of had a really fucked up off on and off relationship for the next couple of years. Those, those happen, and it's, it's, yeah. Are you bad at like getting away from people that you've like had romantic relationships with? Because I never really get away from people. I'm still obsessed with my exes, and some of them are dead. So it's like I can go on forever with that. It depends. I mean, there's there's this there's some people in my life who just you know you know walk away, or I walk away, and I don't really think about them ever again. And then there's people who just for whatever reason stick around. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, this, uh, I mean, this, this particular woman was like a, like the, the defining aspect of my life for about, uh, a year wow. because of, uh, her constant, uh, meltdowns. Um, I should add that she was also oh a severe, God. Do, do you think she was she a severe, out- um, definitely. Like I didn't, I didn't realize it at the beginning, but like it became obvious as it wore on. But the thing is like, by the time, by the time it kind of dawned on that. me, like I was already so, deep in, okay. oh, oh, cool. No, it's not as terrible, but I'm just like I can sniff them out. Uh, I was I was being slightly sarcastic, but yeah, she she uh, yeah she's uh, um she she eventually she eventually did move to L.A. and last I heard, oh god, she's, so we're uh, in the same place. Yeah, uh, it's terrifying. Yeah, she's uh, well, she's 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 kind of, she's kind of getting hers because uh, you know she's. Uh, she has pretensions of being a, a writer and like she's not a bad writer, I'll admit. Like the, the novels of hers I reviewed are pretty good. But she's a severe mm-hmm. alcoholic with no work ethic. Um and <laughs> I'm literally and she, like I'm a drug addict and no with no work ethic. Well, like But I, I haven't fucked you over, so there's that. Yeah. Last I heard she was living in Inglewood, I think. Oh. Oh, that's that's not where I live, so there's that. Yeah, she was living in Englewood um, with a bunch of uh, with a bunch of uh, illegal immigrants. Right on. Well, I hope she's living her best life and getting all of the energy 
if she's listening to this jesus christ um sometimes i it's like it's venus retrograde and mercury retrograde so like all your exes should be like have popped up in your life since may have you experienced that uh yeah kind of it comes comes and goes in waves i mean this particular one like i said she's been hounding me for years you know she's she has fucked off for the longest time though which i'm grateful for and uh, she can't really do anything to me because uh like she's too poor to you know even leave the uh leave the city you know um -hmm. i mean it's uh I, i don't know uh there just seem there seems to be like a running theme of like women I date like uh, where a lot of them just meet these really really horrible ends. Uh, oh like, my god! Like what? Well, let's see her. She's a she's a broke uh, BPD alcoholic. Uh, you know. Okay, but that's you know, not an end though. That's like. Well, in terms of her writing writing career, like uh, you know, it's pretty much pretty much dead because she's alienated all the publishers and shit. Um, oh. Like, cause that that was like her. That's like her number one ambition. I think she moved to LA in part because she thought she was gonna break into Hollywood at the uh, ripe young age age of forty five. Oh my God, she's old. Okay, I still have my youth going for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's well past the stage where she should be acting like that. Um, you know. <laughs> well, I but... mean, I think like forty is like the best age ever. I'm not like dissing old people. Mm. <sighs> It has an advantage to be sure, but you know, there's there's a certain, I don't know, maybe maybe it's just, maybe it's just because I feel fucking older than I, my age. But you know, there was her, then there was uh, then there was like a Bosnian girl I I dated briefly in college who shortly after breaking up with me, uh, suddenly got pregnant and then dyed her hair what I can only describe as cocor blonde and got a meth. I habit. know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I, I ran into her months later. She was working at a Best Buy, uh, and she oh, no, she looked absolutely. So, oh my god, that's worse than the other one. That's way worse. Yes, yes, Best Buy. Um, there was there was the <laughs> there was the ex who ended up in a mental institution. You know that was oh, that bad. was that was at least partially my fault. Um, there was the one. <laughs> there's the one who has. <laughs> there's the one who has AIDS. Oh my god. I I, hey. I think the. I think the Speaking lesson here. AIDS, what? Huh? Oh, sorry. I, I think the lesson here is like, uh, if you date me, you better be prepared to marry, because otherwise, you you've got like a fifty-fifty chance of uh, not ending well. What if? I think we would be perfect together because I, I'm terrible at dating people. Like the last person I dated, that I'm, guess I'm not dating anymore. Didn't yeah. die, so that's cool. Uh, small victories, I guess. Yeah. I don't. Funny, funny, funny. It reminds me of a of a of a girl I met while hitchhiking years ago. Um, <laughs> this was uh, the, she talked about like she had like seven exes and like all but one of them were dead. Uh, one of them oh died in God. Iraq. One of them died fighting in Iraq. One of them died in a car crash. One of them died. Uh, I forget how the other ones died. Um, <laughs> That was like, that was a, that was that was a weird experience because uh, well, none of them, well, none of my dead exes died while dating me. It's after you break up with me that you die. Ah, uh, yeah. So we've or kind I of leave you. Huh. <laughs> uh, kindred kindred spirits, I guess. Uh, 
but yeah, that that also, was an interesting I didn't experience. Know one of them died until like two years later when another one told me that they died, and now they're both dead. <laughs> like I can retweet two dead exes in one go. Like it's crazy. <laughs> Ouch! I mean, uh, no, Black I Widow, mean, Black that's, Widow that's going on here. No, I mean, and I'm just like, I'm just thinking about people. <laughs> no, I'm full of um. God, I sound pathetic. Please go on about your own life. Uh, yeah. Well, the, the particular hitchhiking story was interesting. Uh, well, the background is that, like, in 2012, I decided I just just had enough of everything, so I decided to hitchhike across the country. I went from uh, I went from my hometown, Syracuse, New York, all the way to Portland. Oregon. Uh, oh, nice! I love Portland yeah. and New York. Yeah, and uh, this particular episode, I was I was hitchhiking northwest, somewhere northwest of the Twin Cities, um, I think St. Cloud, and I got picked up by what I can only describe as a as a magic school bus, like like oh they were driving God. a bunch of hippies driving around a, a rainbow colored, uh, you know, converted school bus, you know. Um, and we got to chatting, you know, they taught me how to roll cigarettes, which is pretty cool. Pretty, pretty chill nice. dudes. Uh, we got, yeah, uh, like Portland is really nice. Like the, everyone's white, which is weirdly terrifying because I've never seen so many old white people before in one place. But like, also it's amazing because everyone's so nice and they don't try to run you over constantly. So it's, yeah. Yeah. See so the American dream right there. Um, but <laughs> we managed to get to Fargo. Um, and apparently like they can't go any further because the headlights are busted out and they also can't go over 55 miles per hour because of some problem with the car. Um, uh, we get to Fargo, we stop at a truck stop and, uh, they managed to spange about a hundred dollars off of a Christian trucker from Oklahoma. And, um, oh the first thing they do is we're going to get some pot. We're going to get some pot. They managed to, one of them manages to find a, a pot dealer at the front of the, uh, of the flying J, uh, and she offers wow. to sell it to us at a discount uh, on the condition that we all take our clothes off. Uh, oh, which... my. Your life is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, which they eventually bargained down to just the driver taking his clothes off. So we... how, do you, how does one exactly do that? Like, do you say, like, hey, you don't really want to see this person naked? Eh, she she also took her clothes off the pot dealer, so like you know she wasn't she wasn't being selfish. Um, but anyway, oh, no, what happened? Anything she shall be remembered as a down ass bitch. It's totally yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, so um, I I had a computer with me and like I had a bunch of uh, I I had a bunch of Talking Heads albums, so like we put on Re- Remain in Light. Yes. And, uh, and the two uh, and the driver and like the pot dealer got naked and just started dancing on each other. Um, as we just oh sat God, around smoking so awesome. the pot and drinking beer. That. that sounds so cool. Oh yeah, yeah, it was it was fun. Um, which is kind of, kind of ironic because like a few days before I had gone to see David Byrne playing uh, in Minneapolis. This is when he was touring with Saint Vincent. Uh, afterwards, afterwards, when the pot dealer left, like uh, you know, the driver was talking about how like how she was like uh, like her juices were on his leg. You know, they, they oh, were wow. very close to just having sex. Wild. Yeah, I stayed the night with them, and then they they were going west to Missoula, Montana, I think. I stayed behind to find a ride because I was looking to get to the oil fields to find a job. Uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of strange see, things happened that year. This is like the weirdly responsible, wholesome side. You keep, like, turning to show it. Uh, 
Well, it was so well, it was responsible, but it was also just I was running out of money and like uh, I. Uh, like they taught me how like to fly signs and stuff, but uh, you know, I, I I was right there in the. This was back when the oil field was like booming, and like you could just waltz up and get like a like a temporary job for like twenty dollars an hour. So I ended wow. up in Williston. I ended up in Williston, um, and uh, it was it was it was interesting. Uh, I I made a lot of money, and then I quickly discovered that uh, it's basically impossible to live there even with those high wages because everything's so expensive like they mm. uh had a massive uh they had a massive housing shortage because like all these people were coming in from like all over the country uh so a lot of people were just sleeping in their cars or sleeping in rvs um i i was lucky um at the time there was a there was a lutheran church there that was running like a program for job seekers uh you know, oh, you, nice. know you could yeah like at 9 p.m they were they allowed you to sleep in the uh in the uh, hallway. Um, and uh, that was, that was helpful. Like the, the pastor there, that, that guy was a, that guy was a real saint. Uh, there's actually, there was actually a movie made about this. Uh, uh, it's called the overnighters, a documentary. Oh, nice. Did you find it hard? Like looking for places to stay as like a white man. Cause like, I remember in San Francisco when I moved there, everything was easy for me to find because I was gay. <laughs> It's like, oh, you I, need a, you're a lesbian, you need a job. Oh, here, go here. I mean, I never got one from that place, but like, it was like, oh, you're a queer sex worker. Here, have all of this free health care. Uh, it, it was it was difficult, but I, I didn't really try. I mean, there was only one time where I uh, uh, I stayed uh, at a uh, at, uh, over at someone's place that I didn't know, and that kind of happened by accident. Uh, this actually happened outside of Fargo. Like uh, I was having a hard time getting a ride. I eventually got a ride out out of the city to like to the edge of the county. Um, mm. And one of my methods for saving money was uh, a lot of the tri- time of the trip, I had I had enough money to like stay in like cheap hotels or stuff. Uh, uh, what happened wild. was here was like. Uh, when I didn't have that option, I would just uh, kind of pull an all-nighter at the, the truck stop. Like I just, hmm. you know, I like my computer. I'd like read a book. I'd buy, I'd buy some stuff so they would you know, leave me alone. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, you know, look for rides on the property. Like, and most of the time, uh, you know, they just let me do it because, like, you know, I wasn't bothering anyone and I was, you know, patronizing them with money. Yeah, totally. Uh, but I, but I couldn't do it here because the, the truck stop closed at 11 p.m. and it was starting to snow out. Um, and oh. there was like nothing around. Like even if I, you know, had money for a hotel, I wouldn't have been able to. Th- there was no hotel, so mm-hmm. there was a bar across the street. Um, and I came in and I ordered a coffee. Um, and I just started working on. I, I just started uh, working on the computer. Um, and I immediately drew attention because, like, first I'm an out of town, and this is like a town of like fifty people. And I've got oh, how many? Like, people? I, I have like fifty. It's like one of those like, oh my like rural god. midwestern towns. Jesus, um, my high school had three thousand people in it. My god. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's pretty common up in the Midwest. Uh, but anyway, it's like town of fifty people, and like I had a huge like knapsack with me, like one of those hiking backpacks you take if you're going mountaineering, because I had a ton of stuff. Uh, yeah. So like initially, people kind of you know ignored me, but then like the owner came up, like he was drunk, and he was like, he was like, sir. May I, if, if I, l- let me be so, uh, I'm going to say this as politely as possible. What the fuck are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> shit, am I doing something wrong? I was like, no, 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 you're, you're fine. It's just like, like, 
you're at a bar. Why are you on the computer? And it's like, I just kind of need something to do. And she's like, yeah, but you know, this isn't a library dude. And like, they all start talking to me and it's like, Oh, you're a hitchhiker. I tell them I'm going to Williston. And they were like really impressed with that. Cause like, you know, you know, I'm looking for a job to better myself, you know, um, yeah. you know, they buy me a few drinks, uh, you know, and, um, and eventually one of them asked me where I'm, where I'm staying. And I'm like, well, I don't have anywhere to stay. So I'm probably just, uh, you know, tough it out in the cold when this closes and get a ride in the morning. And it's like, and, and, a, and an elderly couple were like, no, 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 you can, you can stay with us for the night. You can keep heading west. Um, and I was like, uh, sure. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, we, we got there, you know, they were very generous. Like they offered a pizza, you know, uh, they offered to let me use their shower. Uh, I told like them, eh, pizza. Like that Lana Del Rey song, Ride. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but I, I was mainly just concerned with sleeping because, uh, I, you know, it, it was nice being in a bed for a change. Uh, in the morning mm-hmm. they drove me to, they, they drove me a little West to, uh, I think it was tower city and I was able to get a, a ride out to, uh, Bismarck. So that was nice. Fuck yeah. But yeah, Ooh, a lot of the, awesome. oh, yeah, a lot of the time, like I, I didn't really have to concern myself with that because I was, uh, I was either staying in hotels or I would just, you know, wait it out at a truck stop. Um, the one place where this didn't work was Spokane. Uh, Spokane is very hostile to hitchhikers. Uh, what happened there was like, uh, after, after like two months in North Dakota, like I hitchhiked down to Rapid City and I spent a week with a, uh, uh, a female friend of mine, um, who tried to fuck me while her husband was, uh, was away. This is uh, so was... corny love of you. Yeah. Um, in that I case, I did. I love her. Uh, I appreciate it. I didn't actually go through with it because the guy, you know, had a gun. Like, I was sleeping in their oh, basement no. and, like, his Desert Eagle was, like, a few inches from my head. So, it's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't do this, even though she was she was pretty hot for a, you know, a, she was she was about my age. She had she had a couple kids, but, like, you know, she was she was Polish. So, like, she, she had that whole Slavic thing going on. Um, oh, my God. I love Slavic girls. They're so terrifying. Oh, my God. They're so hot. Uh, you would you would you would adore being out here. It's just like a just like a panoply of uh, of uh, of eye candy everywhere. But anyway, um, I hitchhike. Uh, I hitchhike into uh, Wyoming. I get stuck for three days in uh, Gillette, uh, which is this really shitty mining town full of people who are shooting each other. Uh, and I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm kind of running low on money there again, so I I try to tough I t- I tough it out in the. Uh, I tough it out in the uh, in the truck stop like usual. I have a problem in Wyoming because at the time it was illegal to hitchhike there. Uh, wow. So like it was it was probably like if I had got, gotten caught like I would discuss have probably just like gotten a your cit- your citation. like your ways of like hitchhiking because like I just go by vibes. Like one time I hitchhiked and I was like, all right, there's a David Bowie CD in the back seat. Like this person's okay. Uh, so was how per- do you go about it? I was I was pretty unobtrusive about it. Um, well, first off, there's like a well. I want to, Eris, where have you hitchhiked? I'm I'm guessing just the West Coast. Oh well, I mean, I just I was like a teenager and I was just like stuck in the neighborhood. I I, I don't know. I never learned how to drive. I don't have a driver's license. Well, there's kind of well, there's a there's like a wide variance on like how it's received. Um, I I I'd, I'd say like the mm-hmm. Mississippi is like the dividing line. If you're hitchhiking. East of the Mississippi, people are going to be like, "Hitch, why are you hitchhiking? What's wrong with you?" 
and west of the Mississippi, they're like, yes. oh, you're hitchhiking. That's awesome. Tell me about what you've seen. Uh, but Oh, nice. Yeah, everyone I've always hitchhiked, I've hitchhiked with has been like, you shouldn't be doing this. I'm like, okay. But yeah, uh, I would I would get picked up, you know, and I, I would just get along with people. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue with them. You know, we'd talk about it. You get some people who would pick you up, but they don't really want to talk, you know. So that's, that's yeah. uh, so I wouldn't say anything, you know. Uh, and then others, we we like talk the entire time. There was uh, there was one Canadian trucker who picked me up in Pennsylvania who was uh, uh, telling me all about uh, you know his son going into the RCMP and stuff like that. You know, there was uh, there was one lady who picked me up in Iowa. Uh, like I was, this was kind of this was kind of odd because uh, I was hitchhiking out of Des Moines. I ended up uh, walking to one of the northern suburbs. Uh, I couldn't catch a ride there, so I decided to walk up the highway, which is legal there, um, trying to get a ride on the highway. I didn't get one. I ended up walking about 10 miles with the uh, – and I, I was carrying a, a, a backpack that weighed like 70, 80 pounds. Uh, so oh I walk up God, there. That's like a whole Olsen twin. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I get I get up to the next exit. I'm walking west. Uh, my goal is just to kind of get to Ames, the small college town, uh, which is where I can get a hotel. I probably I estimate I'll probably get there around like eleven o'clock. But I I'm finally midway up the uh, the road into you know Ames, and a lady actually does a U-turn just to pick me up, and she's like, you know, uh, I'll take. She asked me where I'm going. I said Ames, and uh, she's like, okay, I'll take you there, but uh, you know, in exchange, uh, you know, uh, my church has Bible study, and you have to come with me. I was like, okay, sure. You know, it's it's you know, it's cool. You know, so you know, I went to Bible study with her. We prayed. You know, we we learned about uh, Colossians. That was neat. Um, you know, then she took me to the hotel. Um. So I, I, I would just, brains out. she was a bit old for that. Uh, <laughs> that would have been a fun twist though. Um, I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not really into older women, but, um, but yeah, with the, with the hitchhiking, like, uh, you know, the hottest uh, woman, the hottest woman, older woman was like this 40 year old woman named Sarah that like, I met at a dominatrix party thing that I had to go to. Mm. And, um, God, you sound so exhausted. You're like, I don't want to hear this. Stop sexually grooming me. Okay. No, no, no. I'm just, uh, I'm just hopped up <laughs> on caffeine and vaping. So now that's interesting. You know, dominatrix party, wholesome, well, wholesome yeah, family I entertainment. Well, yeah, dated a dominatrix for seven years. Mm. And now I don't have one. Maybe that's why I am out of control. Yeah. What was <laughs> what was that like? Dating the it dominatrix. Was... What was that like? Yeah. Well, have you ever just um, just been cucked for like seven years? <laughs> uh, only only about two weeks. So tell me. Well, yeah, just well. Okay, so a, a lot of people haven't lived with a fifty-year-old man sharing their girlfriend, and it shows. I'll just say that. Like that, like that, like that scientist from the '30s who, uh, you know, lived in Nazi Germany, but he had his wife and his mistress move in with him. Oh my god! I punched hey. him in the face once, and that was still while pretending to be her cousin. So I'm pretty impressed with that. Nice, nice. Yeah, thank you. It was because, like, um, it was for a good reason. But yeah. 
Where were we going with this? Oh yeah, I, I, I was going to loop around. I was, was going to loop around to as to why you should absolutely avoid Spokane. Um, but anyway, oh, yeah, I spent. I spe- yeah, I I, uh, I spent three days in this town, Gillette, because I was trying to hitchhike without getting arrested by police. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a. Uh, I was at a. I went to a Starbucks like on the second day, and there were like a couple of hobos there like arguing, and they came up to me and just you know, these two were like uh, like the Abbott and Costello of hitchhiking in terms of just they just were arguing constantly and mm-hmm. uh one of them was eventually was like uh you got three dollars like this guy needs three dollars more than you do and they gave me three dollars and i was like eh, okay sure i mean yes um i bought i bought a coffee with it uh later mm-hmm. that night um i went back to the truck stop and like the two of them were there they were doing the same thing i was just kind of kind of waiting it out for the morning uh they get into a huge argument one of them leaves and the other one you know pulls out a uh bottle of cooking wine he stole from the uh the walmart uh, and he starts drinking it uh pretty pretty serious wino there and he's like uh, are you hungry you know i could steal something for you from the walmart and i'm like nah nah i'm good that's romantic uh, his his gesture touched me deeply but like i didn't think i needed to get any any trouble with the law but uh he eventually he eventually just passes out and he's like rolling on the floor uh, this is around four in the morning uh I decided to basically ditch because like, this is, this is like a, this is like call the police get kicked out territory. So mm-hmm. what I end up doing is I, I just give up and I start walking on the interstate, uh, hoping to get a ride. And I end up walking about five miles and, and to put this into context, Wyoming is very big and very empty. Like mm-hmm. you've got like a town every 50 miles that has like 50 people and there's just nothing in between. Uh, wow. but I luck out because a uh, guy's dropping, driving on the opposite side of the highway. He does a U-turn through the grassy medium to pick me up. And he's like, How dude, what the- must you be to like, that's amazing. I, I, I guess I'm just, I'm just, mag- I'm just magnetic. I, I'm, I'm, ma- I magnetically attract all these, all these people to me. Uh, but this guy is like, uh, he picks me up and he's like, what the fuck are you doing out here? Like you could like freeze to death. Because this was like this. This was in this was in December. Um, oh yeah, I should have mentioned Wyoming is incredibly cold in December, but it's a super you know I super lucked out that day because we ended up going all the way to Bozeman, Montana. Um, I get a hotel in Bozeman. Next day, I get a ride to I think it's Three Forks. Uh, from Three Forks, I immediately get a ride all the way to Spokane, and the guy sells me we have some to mention Twilight Vicodin. because you said Forks. Okay, Twilight. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, he sells he sells me some Vicodin. Like he's got like a whole Pez dispenser <laughs> of it, uh, because he can't he you know his, one of his friends gave it to him, but he can't take it for some medical reason. So he just you know gives yeah he, he gives a, me a whole a bunch and I, and I from a trucker once. Yeah, yeah, he uh, yeah he gives me a whole bunch. Uh, we end up in Spokane. I meet a friend of mine in Spokane. That was part of why I was you know stopping there. We we have a good conversation. He leaves me at the truck stop and. Uh, I try to do the the crashing thing there, uh, mm-hmm. like I normally do. Uh, but what happens is, like two two hours later, like I get poked up by the janitor, and he's like, uh, "Are you a hitchhiker?" It's like, uh, "Yeah." And it's like, uh, "You want to get out of here? The manager's coming in at five, and they're going to call the police if you, she'll call the police if she sees you." So uh-huh. uh, there's no way I'm going to get a ride at like four in the morning. So I end up uh, I, I I end up having to walk the entire city length. Uh, which takes about a day. 
I get to a truck stop on the western edge of the city and I just kind of, you know, camp out there to like view the computer. But like on this day, at this point, I'm running on like like almost no sleep. And I, despite all the caffeine, I keep passing out. They eventually threaten to like kick okay, me out. Well, if you I know, caffeine you. doesn't work if you're dehydrated, right? I found that out the hard way. The very oh. hard way. I'm sorry. Um, they threatened to kick me out. Um, I managed to evade that. I f- and people in Spokane do not want to pick up hitchhikers. Like, like uh, you a fan of David Lynch? Um, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Twin Peaks, Blue Velvet's pretty much accurate as to how Spokane. Those is. are it's the just... only two things that I really know that I am for sure. Basically, everyone in Spokane has like a dead body uh, oh in their God. house. That's that's the vibe. Like uh, every everyone there is part of some kind of weird white power club. Um, it's just it's just a, a very surreal place. But I eventually luck out. Trucker ends up taking me uh, part of the way to uh, some town midway between there and Seattle. I get another ride up to Seattle, uh, Bellevue, and 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 at this point I'm, I feel like I'm kind of fucked. And like this Pakistani guy like uh, picks me up and he's uh you know he's like. Uh, and this guy was like super generous. Like he was like, "Oh, are you hungry? I will take you to Jack in the Box." And I'm like, oh, "Sure." Like he was insisting. Uh, well, mm. first we first he we went like shop- really passionate about curly fries. Yeah, he really he really likes the. Uh, what, what do they have at Jack in the Box? I it's been so long since I've been there. But anyway, uh, first we we go shopping. Like he insists on going shopping at a uh, uh, Halal supermarket. Uh, then he buys me dinner at Jack in the Box, and we're just talking. Like he's a worker from Microsoft. Uh, uh, then he leaves me at the bus station, and he gives me twenty dollars. And it's like I, thanks, I'm super generous. So I I ride into Seattle. I I managed to get a place at a ho- uh, at a uh, hostel, and then I took one of the, a couple of the Vicodins, and like I had the best sleep of my life. Wow. There's like this underlying or reoccurring theme of you being like a sensible person just trying to find a place to sleep and then crazy stuff happening. Mm. Well, I just... uh, Who knew? (laughs) Sorry. Nah, nah, it's just... uh, Well, sleep deprivation is fucking horrible. I mean, like... like, Mm -hmm. The longest I've been awake... Uh, about four or five days, I think. This was also when hitchhiking. I was in. I spent about a month in Madison, Wisconsin, and like by day four, uh, like I was, I was literally seeing visions. Like uh, my vision was just like like multicolored, you know, watches everywhere. You know, like a oh fat woman God. walked into Starbucks, and it looked like a gigantic, uh, you know, demon monster. It kind of looked like the machine Jesus. elves. The machine elves, if you've ever used DMT. I haven't actually. Sorry. Uh, yeah, you can. Well, there's there's like images of this on on. Uh, if you you can you can Google it. Like like people pretty much consistently see machine elves when they're on DMT. Like Terrence McKenna wrote about that. Um, hmm. But I eventually I eventually did manage to fall asleep somewhere. But yeah, that was that was pretty pretty unpleasant. I think the longest I've stayed up was six days on coke, and it was unwilling actually because I, I was just moving and I had to move and I just remember just being a total fucking mess. <laughs> yeah, that, that tends to that tends to happen. Um you know. <laughs> what's funny is that cocaine doesn't uh doesn't make me stay awake. Uh like uh 
to fast forward to uh, the the ex I mentioned, the the one in Chicago, the older one. Uh, there was there was a weekend where like, uh, well, I was I was trying to. You know, of Montreal was playing, and I was trying to get her to come out with me. Just oh because my god, I... you like all the live journal hipster bands. I love it. Yeah, I'm 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 a twenty I'm a twenty tens Williamsburg hipster at heart. Um, but like I'm yes. trying to get her to come out to of Montreal, and she's like, uh, you know, I'm I'm not feeling well. You know, I'll get back to you. Um, I eventually just uh, end up not going because all the tickets are sold out. Um, she suddenly messaged me. He's like, Oh, are you going to of Montreal? I was like, nah, the tickets sold out. Um, Oh, well, I'm just waiting for my cocaine dealer to get here. And I'm like, Bitch, you've got cocaine. You've been holding out on me. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, uh, can you hook me up? And I was like, sure. You know, it's, uh, um, she gets some extra from the, uh, from the, uh, the Coke dealer. Um, mm-hmm. and she asked me to come over around seven. I do. So, you know, she, she gives me the Coke and she's like, oh, do a line. Okay. I'll do a line. You know, it's, the stage is probably, you know, I probably should just block her number. And well, she lived next door to me, so that would uh, would have been difficult. But like, oh I do God. the line. I, had I do the line. Who lived in the same building as me? Violet restraining order against me once. This this oh, I, I probably should have done that, but um, you didn't this, do that. But anyway, yeah. No, this was bizarre because uh, I moved to Chicago. And like I got a I got an apartment in Rogers Park, which is uh, like on the northernmost fringe of the city, like a like a 20 minute walk out and you're in Evanston. And I wasn't talking to her because, uh, you know, she had her boyfriend had just dumped her for like a 20 year old. Uh, and she kind of went off the grid because she, you know, tried to commit suicide and had an alcoholic. Uh, she went on a bender. Uh, mm-hmm. So like after a bunch of vicious arguments, I just stopped talking to her. Um, eventually we connected yeah, her and was like, Hey, you want to come to my birthday party? And she's like, uh, yeah, I'm moving into my new apartment, but sure. I'll be able to come. Uh, and she tells me she's moving to Rogers park. Uh, you know, and she's oh, like, Oh, God. I'm in a Rogers park, you know? Uh, and, uh, on the day of my birthday party, my 27th birthday, she, you know, I, I text her and she's like, Hey, you want to go down together? It's like, yeah, sure. Um, just, uh, she tells me she's ready and she's like, Oh, where do you live? Um, and I give her my address and she's like, Holy shit, you're next door. Yeah. Oh uh, my god, my dick would have shriveled inside of me if I had one. I I wasn't sure how to react because like and she was literally next door. Uh the back door to my building was visible from her living room. That is terrifying. And, and amazing. Like <sighs> the only reason I haven't accused her of outright stalking me is because there was only one person we both knew who knew where I was moving. Uh, mm-hmm. and he hated her guts and would have never told her. And if she had tried to contact him, he would have told me. So, um, I'm willing to kind of, you know, leave it up to, you know, I, I, I don't know what's going on there. Um, the world is, I guess, just a simulation, but anyway, back to the cocaine. Uh, she, you know, we're doing lines. Um, and I say like, Hey, let's, let's go sit down on the couch. And she's like, well, you want to have sex? And I'm like, and she's people, and like, people are so demanding. And it's like, uh, I just want to sit down. She's like, You always want to have sex. Um, <laughs> you said that like a Seinfeld character. I, I got you. So we, we just sit down, you know, we're doing we're doing some lines and just talking about shit. Uh, I should stipulate that during this period, she was supposed to be marrying like uh, the uh, widower of her dead friend. Uh, and and eventually she she uh 
eventually while we're talking about just random stuff, uh, I, I see something on the on the carpet, like like just a blue square. And like, oh, what's this? And I lean over and I pick it up. It's a uh, torn condom wrapper. Uh, was it the same one? It was, uh, I think it was the, the not ripped, uh, spiked, spiked, the ones with the bumps. I don't know. Oh. Uh, like, yeah, the, the ones that kind of look like a, a, a cactus. Uh, oh but God. anyway, like, I pick up the torn wrapper and I wave in her face, like, what the hell is this? And she just, like, visibly shrinks and she's like, I got a discount. And <laughs> it took me, like, five seconds to kind of let that sink in. And then she just starts bawling. I'm a giant whore. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I I had to. I told the story to Calvin, and like he wait, almost wait, died what, laughing. What do you mean? Like she got like she's like a coke whore, like or she like fucked she... the coke. She fucked the coke dealer, but she only got a discount. We have too much in common. This is so sad. <sighs> Um, and she's, she's, she's just, she's just in this self-pity. She's like, I'm, I'm a giant whore. And she's like, uh, then she admits she's in love with me, but she has to marry this other guy because like, he's oh all alone God. in the world. Um, oh my God. but I'm she prefers, person. This is, you have to help me not become her. Oh my God. Wait, no, that sounds like something she would say. No. Eh, well, you know, hope springs eternal. Also, she probably has a Pisces placement too. <laughs> wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me uh but anyway she's she's going off like this and like whatever and i'm just just trying to like alternately calm her down and stuff like, this and... is why people should just own being a total wreck like just be like yeah i i'm a total whore it's awesome i have cocaine now like just be happy god i should i should i should stipulate that she was supposed to be sober because she was uh in uh aa uh, shortly thereafterwards, I, I went out on her back deck and found like a about three bags worth of empty beer bottles which she'd been hiding from me. And then around the time she suddenly asked me, uh, "Do you have a condom?" Um, and I I'm ashamed to admit that I was like, "Yeah, I do," because I kind of saw this coming. Don't be ashamed. That's like sixty dollars. It's like Plan B. You don't have to pay. No, I did. I did have a condom. That was the the point. Uh, but no, no, but, that, that's that's good. I, yeah, I, I don't know, but yeah, I you like know, I don't know. But yeah, we we end up we end up we end up fucking on the uh, on our pullout couch and uh, uh, doing more cocaine, and uh, then we fuck again, and then we fall asleep around five in the morning. Uh, wake up! It's wait, uh, wait, I have a question. Okay, so yes. would she ever do? Like a line and then give you a blowjob? She did not do that. Oh. I don't recommend doing that just for anyone listening because then, like, it just seeps out of your throat and then, like, the guy's cock or, or woman's cock, you know, whoever, will get my, numb. So my, and then yeah. you'll have a four-day bender. Oh, God, yeah. And, and, given, oh. and, given, that I, and given that I already have uh, whiskey dick, it would, you know, probably not help with that i mean i literally cannot feel a, a thing uh when i have sex with a woman same yeah it's it's <laughs> i mean kidding. it's a, it's uh, uh it's helpful in some cases because like it means i can basically like uh last forever but you know 
It sounds like you're raping yourself. Yeah, but eventually, eventually, you just want to, well. Eventually, you just want it to end. Like, like you can go for like two, three hours. And eventually, you just want it. You you just want it to end. Like you've had it. You had your fun. You've 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 ejaculated all the fluid in your body. You just want you just want to go to bed or just talk about shit. Honestly, one time I was in a threesome and I was tired and I was like, "You guys can keep going. I'm going to bed." And I just flipped oh. over and fell asleep. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, slightly controversial opinion here. I think threesomes are overrated, honestly. I fucking hate threesomes. There's never been one I've been in that has been good. Fuck threesomes. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, think th- think about it. It's like uh, there's 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 three ways a threesome can play out, you know. Um, and I'm thinking of like a, like a chick chick dude threesome. Uh, it's number one. Uh, the chicks are going to be into each other, and you're kind of going to be left out. And that was that was a situation I found myself in in the Philippines. Um, uh, you're going to be into the other girl and your wife or girlfriend is going to be just utterly upset. Uh, or <laughs> you and your, your, your significant other are going to be into each other and the other girl is just going to feel left out. You know, like someone's, someone's going to come out of that exchange just utterly disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. That's the bottom line. You're, someone's going to come out of that exchange utterly disappointed at the very and that's good to be disappointed oh my god oh my yeah who hello who are you oh my god i uh, ah! how are you here i thought you were in like mid martinez what what where is soren what yeah totally Thank you. Um, I'll I'll just open the. <gasps> who was who was that? Hopefully, it, hopefully it wasn't the um, police or something. No, it's not the police. It's uh, oh, they're, oh my god. They're they're gonna be they're gonna be knocking on our doors. This conversation is too spicy for the world. Um, so, what does, um, so, where, what, what, what's going on? What do you mean? Up there? Merced? Yeah. Nothing. I went up there and they were like, why did you drive her up there? I'm like, because I just served divorce papers in my life. (laughs) I don't really have a place to go right now. So, they're like, oh, I see. I just, I don't know, I've worked from